0: When Noah Webster defined truth in his 1828 Dictionary of the American Language, he used as his primary example John 17:17. 17, 17, it reads, "Sanctify them through thy truth; thy word is truth." Consider Psalms 19:9, 9, "The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever; the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether." But according to many in academia, there is no absolute truth. And of course, what follows is, if there is no absolute truth, then there is no absolute correct uh, morality. It should not be a surprise that today's man is rudderless and anchorless. His idea of truth has been formed in the malaise of man's ever-changing truth, which by definition is not truth at all. Man's truth of today debunks his truth of yesterday, and his truth of tomorrow will debunk his truth of today. God's word, on the other hand, is the inerrant truth, the truth that never changes, and is correct on every moral position. It is the anchor of our souls. Malachi 3-6 reads, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Have you been born again? Are you ready to embrace the absolute truth? Would you like to build your life on a truth foundation? Would you like all your sin and shame erased today and gain the power to live a life full of eternal purpose and promise? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Isaiah 14.29, Rejoice not thou, whole Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken, for out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Jeremiah 51.34, Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon hath devoured me. He hath crushed me, he hath made me an empty vessel, he hath swallowed me up like a dragon, he hath filled his belly with my delicates, he hath cast me out. God said Job forty fifteen through 19 Behold now Behemoth, which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. Lo, now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar, The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like the bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. God said, Job 41, verse 1, verses 14 through 21, 25 through 31, and verse 33. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook, or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. By his kneesings a light doth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning." Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils go smoke, as out of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindleth coals, and the flame cometh out of his mouth. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reason of the breakings they purify themselves. The sword of him that layeth at him cannot hold. The spear, the dark, nor the habergen. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Flings uh, Slingstones are turned uh, with him into stubble. Darts are counted as stubble. He laugheth at the shaking of a spear. Sharp stones are under him. He spread the sharp pointed things upon the mire. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea like a pot of ointment. Upon earth there is not his like, who is made without fear. Man said, Man and dinosaur never walked this earth at the same time. These colossal creatures died out suddenly about 65 million years ago from some unknown cause. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said feature article 724 that will once again certify the complete inerrancy of God's holy word. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you, your house, and all that your hands shall touch. It is truly staggering when you consider the time men spend attempting to discredit the Word of God— Millions of lives, billions of hours, and trillions of dollars wasted in the pursuit of foolishness dressed up as wisdom. A prime example is the evolutionist infatuation with the dinosaur. The Word of God speaks in numerous places concerning the dinosaur and their ilk. We know of their habitats of land, water, and air. We know of their monstrous size and the terror they struck into the hearts of men. We know about skin composition of certain ones' flying abilities. It is not necessary to dig through dino dung to establish diet. The Word of God and the dinosaurs tell their story. We know about fire and smoke and the sounds they make, and this list is not exhaustive. And yes, dinosaurs walked with man and exist in the memory of men. God Said Man Said has produced numerous features on this subject, and this one will once again confirm the authority of the written Word of God found in your majority text Holy Bible. Special uh, several excerpts. Excuse me. Follow from previous features. God said, man said, dragons, dinosaurs, and the devil. Carnal man's science has rejected the house of faith, replacing it with their universities and museums of unbelief. When arriving at their museums, instead of being greeted by the word of God and His Christ, as one should expect at the house of God, one meets Tyrannosaurus Rex and his companions. According to evolutionists, the dinosaur roamed the earth for millions of years, dying out 65 million years ago. Contrast that statement with the Bible's 6,000-plus years. Someone is not correct. Before 1841, the word dinosaur was not in the English lexicon. A British scientist by the name of Richard Owen coined it from two Greek words, dinos and "saurus," which simply mean terrible lizard. A dinosaur is an oversized lizard, reptile. Prior to 1841, dinosaurs were known in the scriptures and by man as dragons, leviathan, behemoth, cockatrice, fiery flying serpents, and so on. Yes, the scriptures, ancient history, societal records, paleontology, and archaeology boldly declare and point to a time when man and the terrible lizard lived side by side. A few high points from God said man said features dealing with dinosaurs follow. The Bible is full of dragons, fiery flying serpents, the cockatrice, behemoth, leviathan, and more, fearsome creatures of colossal size, with some that breathe fire. Prior to the flood in the days of Noah, man lived 13 times longer than he does today. A reptile never stops growing. An old serpent is a large one. It is true that as they age, they grow more slowly. But imagine a pre-flood, oxygen-rich atmosphere with perfect food, perfect water, perfect air. Now imagine the Chinese iguana that can reach 12 feet in length. He would be 156 feet long and two plus stories tall. Dinosaur records are found all over the world. England alone has 216 sites of dinosaur activity with numerous places named after these creatures. Places such as uh, Dragon's Green. A uh, sharp flight meadow, dragon horde, and others the dragon represents uh, one month of the Chinese calendar with all eleven of the other months represented by regular everyday creatures. ancient pictoclips, rock cravings, de- uh, carvings, excuse me, depict dinosaur-like creatures, ancient pictographs, cave paintings, attested dinosaurs living contemporaneously with man. Records hailing back to just a few hundred years ago mention dinosaur-like creature activity and read like a police blotter. The mysterious ancient Ica Stone shout yes to the dinosaur within the history of man. Soft tissue found in purported 65 million-plus-year-old dinosaurs shocked the world of evolution to the core. How could it be? Their greeter at the local museum, their Goliath, has been toppled over and over again, but they continue to prop him back up. They must cling. Concerning the long-age claims of pseudoscience, Albert Ingalls had this to say regarding apparent human footprints in rock and the uh, periodical Scientific American. If man, or even his ape ancestor, or even that ape ancestor's early mammalian ancestor, existed as far back as the Carboniferous Period in any shape, then the whole science of geology is so completely wrong— that all the geologists will resign their jobs and take up truck driving. Hence, for the present at least, science rejects the attractive explanation that man made these mysterious prints in the mud of the Carboniferous Period with his feet. End of quote. We found the following paragraph in Derek Isaac's book, Dragons or Dinosaurs. The statement was made by Samuel Hubbard, honorary curator of archaeology of the Oakland Museum. He, along with C.W. Gilmore, the curator of paleontology at the United States National Museum, and others were on an expedition uh, to have a soup canyon to study pictographs, petroglyphs, and artifacts left behind by ancient American Indians. Hubbard said uh, the following, The fact that some prehistoric man... Made a pictograph of a dinosaur in the walls of this canyon upsets completely all of our theories regarding the antiquity of man. Facts are stubborn and immutable things. If theories do not square with the facts, then the theories must change. The facts remain. End of quote. When one arrives at the house of faith, he or she is greeted by the word of God and his Christ. When one arrives at the cathedrals, museums of the anti-Bible people, he or she is greeted by a dinosaur, a dragon, their Goliath, a symbol of their organized rebellion against the credibility of God and his Bible. Should it then be any surprise to you that Satan, the enemy of the cross of Christ, is known as the old serpent and the great dragon? Revelation 22, 1-9, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and had cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered, for devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand, two hundred, and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought on his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation 21 through 3, and I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should not deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Be careful who greets you at the door. End of quote. God said, "Man said." Feature Triceratops and more soft tissue. Shout! Yeah! A shout! Yes! Excuse me. To young Earth, did dinosaurs live in the memory of man? The following excerpts, referring to human footprints, are for the periodical Scientific American in an article written by Albert Engels titled "The Carboniferous Mystery." On sites reaching from Virginia to Pennsylvania, through Kentucky, Illinois, Missouri, and westward towards the Rocky Mountains. Prints similar to those shown above, he's referring to several accompanying pictures, and from five to ten inches long have been found on the surface of exposed rocks and more and more keep turning up as the years go by. Robert Bird, a paleontologist from the American Museum of Natural History, examined rocks bearing remarkable human footprints that were discovered in the Cretaceous, claimed to be about 100 million years old, limestone formation near Glen Rose, Texas. The following is his statement as published in the 1939 issue of Natural History. Yes, they apparently were real enough, real as rock could be, the strangest things of their kind I've ever seen. On the surface of each was splayed the near likeness of a human foot, perfect in every detail, but each imprint was 15 inches long. End of quote. Reminds you of Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown." The following observation is made by science writer Brian Thomas in the January-March 2015 issue of Answers magazine. Another observation confirms Bible believers' understanding that a recent flood formed most fossils, the preservation of original proteins. A responsible look at the many scientific reports of original proteins and fossils from around the globe reveals that paleontologists have detected animal proteins in fossils like these, Tyrannosaurus rex, Triceratops, and a duck-billed dinosaur from Montana, dinosaur eggs from Argentina embryonic seropod from southern China, epithosaurus bones from China's Gobi Desert, arteratops from Germany, lizard from Wyoming, a seismosaur from New Mexico, Mosaurus from Kansas and Belgium, and scorpion from Pennsylvania. The most amazing report I read recently described worm fossils from pre-Cambrian rock layers Obtained from deep Siberian cores because of their intact and still flexible proteins, I almost laughed out loud over their evolutionary age assignment of 551 million years. To secular scientists, the geologic column represents millions of years, yet we find in nearly every layer original tissues and fossils that refutes millions of years of age, end of quote. God said men said uh, feature dragons swallow up evolution. The evolutionists must stand and challenge the biblical idea that man and dinosaur lived contemporaneously because if they did, their theory crumbles. The Darwinists have lifted their icon, the dinosaur, up so high that if it is discredited, no manner of tall grass can ever cover their nakedness. When Albert Engels was confronted with this concept, he made the following statement in Scientific American. If man, or even his ape ancestor, or even that ape's ancestor's early mammalian ancestor existed as far back in the Carboniferous period in any shape, then the whole science of geology is so completely wrong that all the geologists will resign their job and take up truck driving. In defense of the honorable and necessary trade of transportation by truck drivers, we think Engels and his ilk, who do not know where they came from, why they are here, or where they are going are not quite up to the task. On this website, we have referred to the research of Derek Isaacs, published in his book, Dragons or Dinosaurs. Additional excerpts from Isaac's work follow. The 1973 World Book Encyclopedia had this to say, The dragons of legend are strangely like actual creatures that have lived in the past. They are much like the great reptiles, dinosaurs, which inhabited the earth long before man is supposed to have appeared on earth. Notable knowledge reservoirs were catching the amazing phenomenon. Dragon legends are everywhere, and they mimic dinosaurs. Why is it that such a candid conclusion, that dragons are strikingly similar to dinosaurs, was seemingly edited out of of subsequent editions of the World Book Encyclopedia? Is it because dragon legends stop sounding like dinosaurs? No. It is no small matter that dragons mirror dinosaurs. It is no small matter that dragon legends have men encountering real, living giant reptiles. It is no small matter that more and more people were asking, did humanity actually encounter real, living dinosaurs? Such questions challenge the evolutionary timeline that man and dinosaur are separated by 65 million years, and that has major consequences. Louis Jacobs, author and former president of the Society of Vertebrate Paleontology, stated the implications of this powerful question of man and dinosaur coexistence. Such an association would dispel an earth with vast antiquity. The entire history of creation, including the day of rest, could be accommodated in the seven biblical days of the Genesis myth. Evolution would be vanquished. End of quote god said man said feature dragons dinosaurs and the devil part two in 1992 evolutionary paleontologist dr mary schweitzer shook evolution to the core when she reported finding blood vessels and structures that appeared to be whole cells inside the bones of a t-rex this of course would have been an impossible find in at least 65 million year old bones but there it was God Said, Man Said published several subjects about Schweitzer's discoveries, and a list of related subjects can be found by clicking here. Since Schweitzer's initial declaration, many more similar discoveries have come forth. In Derek Isaac's book, Dinos- uh, di- uh, excuse me, Dragons or Dinosaurs, we found the following excerpt concerning the soft tissue issue and new discoveries from 2005. In 2005, Field uh, field paleontologist Otis Klein and his excavation team unearthed fossils from a triceratops and a hardrosaur. These fossils were in such fine condition that the scientific team was propelled to determine if these, like the T-Rex, still contained some fresh remains that had not yet fossilized. To the excitement of the scientists, not one, but both the triceratops and the hardrosaur still possessed collagen. The presence of such organic material flies in the face of the evolutionary ideology that these creatures had been dead for 65 million years. Unlike the team of scientists that controlled the T-Rex bones, Otis Klein and other scientists, Hugh Miller, were eager to test both of these dinosaurs for carbon-14. Klein and Miller both understood that any trace of carbon-14 in those bones whatsoever would provide hard evidence that these creatures were less than 100,000 years old. That, of course, would mean that the evolutionary timeline was wrong by, at the very least, 64.9 million years. Due to the significance of this study, the industry-recognized accelerator mass spectrometer was used to test for carbon-14. Furthermore, not one but two internationally recognized labs, Gokron Laboratories and the University of Georgia Isotope Center, were used so that the results could be independently confirmed the test yielded paradigm-shifting results. Both bones contained carbon-14. It should be noted that the biblical creation model placed man and dinosaur together, and that is confirmed by ARC dating. However, we believe these bones are even younger than the upper age of 30,000 years. I will not dwell deeply into that now, but theories have been formulated to demonstrate uh, that whether it is accelerated decay rates or other factors, it is not unlikely at all that the real ages of both the triceratops and the hadrosaur are closer to five thousand years old. What the R C test provided was an absolute ceiling to the creatures' age. They cannot be older than thirty thousand eight hundred ninety years and the twenty-three thousand one hundred seventy years plus or minus the respective margins, but they can certainly be younger still. And I believe they are end of quote. An interesting note: The area in Montana where these fossils were found is a world-famous graveyard. Its name, Hell Creek. Satan's imprimatur greets its faithful in the museums of unbelief quote. When today's science starts digging, they always end up knocking on heaven's door. Dr. James Johnson addresses the sounds dinosaurs made in his feature, Sound Science About Dinosaurs, in the January 2015 issue of Acts and Facts. Much of the feature follows. Are there any clues about dinosaur sounds in Scripture or science? In both, actually. If this answer seems surprising, it shouldn't be, because both Scripture and science provide trustworthy evidence that dinosaurs were anything but silent. As creation scientists have shown, using an open Bible approach to scientific inquiry, there is a realistic connection between the dragons of old and the dinosaurs studied today. Thus, it is not surprising that the once-living dragons mentioned in Scriptures, and occasionally reported later by eyewitnesses, sometimes even after the Viking Age, would be called dinosaurs when their bones are found today. Empirical science uh, science uh, observations, such as examining the remains of dinosaur bones, can corroborate the idea that some dinosaurs could express na- nasal vocalizations that might have sounded something like the low-frequency tones of a trombone, a bagpipe chanter, or a medieval crumbhorn. Lambasaurine uh, dinosaur crests are judged to have been conducive to resonation on the basis of an acoustic analysis of the structure of the nasal cavity. The elongated nasal passage acted as resonators similar to a Phenoscandian musical instrument known as the crumblore or crum horn. But besides anatomical studies of dinosaur bones, Is there any reliable historical evidence from eyewitness observations to prove the forensic fact that dinosaurs were noisy? Yes, the prophet Micah said he would wail and howl and make a wailing, like tannin. That's Micah 1.8. The Hebrew noun tannin is routinely translated as dragons in English. So if the biblical term dragons equals dinosaurs, Micah is indicating that at least some dinosaurs were known for their howling or moaning like wailing. In fact, the nouns tannin and tanim, usually translated as as dragons, derive from the Hebrew root tanna, which describes a said wailing lamentation, see Judges 11.40, meaning to wail, moan, mourn, or lament. So the Hebrew noun tanim literally describes monsters known for wailing and moaning. Since Scripture shows that dragons were well known for their sad-sounding wailing, Micah chapter 1, verse 8, we should not be surprised when anatomy-analyzing paleontologists conclude that lambosaurine hadrosaurus had the right anatomy for emitting low-frequency nasal sounds, perhaps something like low woodwind tones from a Scandinavian crumbhorn or Wendish bagpipes, end of quote. Malachi, excuse me, not Malachi, Micah chapter one, verse eight reads. Therefore, I will wail and howl. I will go stripped and naked. I will make a wailing like the dragons and mourning as the owls. Man and dinosaurs live contemporaneously. Yes, God's word is true and righteous altogether. A place to build a life. That will last forever. God said Isaiah 14 29, Rejoice not, thou, whole Palestinian, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken, for out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said Jeremiah 51:34: Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me, he hath crushed me, he hath made me an empty vessel. HE HATH SWALLOWED ME UP LIKE A DRAGON. HE HATH FILLED HIS BELLY WITH MY DELICATES. HE HATH CAST ME OUT. GOD SAID, JOB, CHAPTER forty, fifteen through 19 BEHOLD NOW Béhemoth, WHICH I MADE WITH THEE, HE EATETH GRASS AS AN OX. LO, NOW, HIS STRENGTH IS IN HIS LOINS, AND HIS FORCE IS IN THE navel OF HIS BELLY. HE MOVETH HIS TAIL LIKE A CEDAR. THE SINEWS OF HIS STONES ARE WRAPPED TOGETHER. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like the bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. God said, Job 41, uh, verse 1, 14 through 17, and verse 33. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook, or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride. Shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. Upon earth there is not his like who is made without fear. Man said, Man and dinosaur never walk this earth at the same time. These colossal creatures died out suddenly about 65 million years ago from some unknown cause. Now you have the record.